Toronto, Ontario, Canada. This is Bailey on the Bays, episode seven. Seven. Um, I'm I'm sure if I'm wrong, I'll I'll edit the correction in right no, now. That is seven. Okay. How do you know that? Oh, by the way, so I'm I'm Valerie, and uh, correcting me on the number of episodes as if he's heard any. Is I Matt. Have I heard the last hi, 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 hi. The Bailey hi. on the base. Hi. Uh, I it's uh, Morgan against White. We're at the club on a Sunday, but there's no tournament going on because none of people have shown up. This is the last chance for right now. We're going to kind of take a break until uh, the beginning of 2012 as far as the, the tournament's concerned. Oh, stream is frozen. Get back here. Come on, stream. Yes, the Yeah, we're at the club on a Sunday, and two reasons why Matt's not playing right now. One, because the tournament's not really on. Well, three reasons. Um, also, his queue was stolen. We believe his queue was stolen last week. So we're kind of on the hunt for that while a backup gets sent in from uh, the UK. And other reason is we're watching the uh, World Seniors Championship, which is mainly what this episode will be about, us watching the Seniors Championship. Right now we're watching the semi-final between Jimmy White and Darren Morgan. And uh, a little bit later, we'll, uh, we'll be jabbering about uh, watching Cliff Thorburn, the great Cliff Thorburn, uh, the... Canadian sneaker player. Best known Canadian sneaker player in the world. And the best known in Canada. Like, even if there was no one else in sneaker that I knew, I didn't know of Cliff before I met Matt. Ugh, let me get to stream three. Some of these guys haven't played on television for 20 years. So, well, uh, it's pretty interesting stuff. As for now, if anybody sees a John Paris queue, three quarter lengths that joint, uh, around about 55 inches, about 22 ounces in weight, a 9mm tip, uh, you can email me on mattbaileysnooker at live.com. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's Black Ebony, but and Ash. Yes. Um, here at the club, it's not a busy day, uh, but two people, a couple, are playing pool, and one, two, three, four people are playing snooker. So there's that. But yeah, go ahead and get your smoke. So here we go. Let's turn back the clock to yesterday, uh, watching the World Seniors Championship. Champion of the world, Nakarinda, Cliff Thorburn! 
Canada. Andrew is from Glen Morgan, Wales. He's from all of Canada. He's not from Richmond Hill, he's not from Toronto, he's not from anything like that. He's from Canada. All of Canada is because he is playing. He is the only guy from Canada. You know what, when you two come out, I feel I should just bow to you. Absolute legends of the game. If you can come this way a little bit more, Doug. And Cliff, if you can stand there so the people at home can see you as well. Thank you so much for I'm taking watching. part in this tournament because when I'm you talk watching. about senior snooker legends, obviously you two are very high up on that list. The only player to win two back-to-back -back ranking events in your 40s and Cliff Thorburn, 1980 world champion and the first player ever to make a maximum as well at the Crucible in 83. Just wonderful to have you both out here. How excited are you, Doug, about playing tonight? I don't know if I'm excited or not. Are you nervous? Everyone's saying how nervous they are. I am a little bit nervous. I haven't played this for, for quite some time. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen out there. Um, after 10 minutes, you hear like a bing bong. And that, me <coughs> excuse me, that means that every shot from then on has to take a maximum of 30 seconds. I've never been a slow player anyway. <laughs> Honestly. And uh, I don't think that's going to be a problem to me. Okay, Cliff? You looking forward to tonight's match? No, I am. What's, what's this tortoise versus tortoise? Uh, yeah, it's a boy. You have to take that with our graphics people. I'm afraid. Fastest player of the slow players. Like if you if you look at, at the slowest uh, players in the world, I'm faster than them. Just remind us what your nickname is. The Grinder. That's <laughs> a boy. The Fast Grinder, the whirlwind grinder. Listen, a real pleasure to have met you both. Thank you so much. I can't wait for this match. Doug Mountjoy and the wonderful Cliff Thorburn. Thanks, guys. Hey! his memories back as well. When Morgan and Wilkinson done. Yes. Uh. Hopefully he'll finish sentences this time. <laughs> yes, Matt's a little annoyed that uh, earlier Clive um, Anderson? Clive Anderson, right? Clive Everton. Everton, sorry. Clive Anderson's a comic. Sorry about that. Clive Everton. <laughs> Venerable, uh, venerable snooker vlogger, writer, commentator guy. Um, Freaking asshole. Heads. <laughs> and he's. That's only saying that because normally he loves Clive, as we all do. Well, I don't. But he started a a story about 1983, <laughs> and and Cliff playing somebody, and he never finished the story, and it's driving Matt nuts. He thinks it's. It was his 147, but it can't possibly be because it was about a uh, 
Somebody needing snookers. It was a pivotal moment in a match, and he just he, he got about ninety percent through, it and it got to a really pivotal point, and then he just kind of started talking about the weather or something. Other st- no, it was like other stuff going on on the table. Yeah, well, he switched it didn't to nineteen eighty five, and he, he had to. He oh, should have finished. He should have finished the bloody no. story, and he didn't. It's like yes, but if you knew enough, sweetie, you would have known what he was talking about anyway. It doesn't matter. What about the other twenty million viewers? I, I, oh, that's so giving it, of you. It well didn't. Done. It didn't bother me. No, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> I think it's more the pace than anything. These lines have got to get used to. All right. The table. Back, back, back. It's very slick plots. You know? What bothers me is Clive Everton today. Again, which is understandable. It's caused so much stress with World Snooker over the years. You know. Now, now, since we water under the bridge, he's done a fair bit of uh, Live World Sneaker TV, which this isn't on. Yeah, exactly. So he's not even doing that. Oh, man. What about that for a village show? Ouch. You would have been proud of that one, Clive. Oh, by the way, Clive is a billiards player. Just oh. to make him even more. No annoyed. wonder you're annoyed. You have a bias. Oh, by the way, Mountjoy just completely, as we would say in my country, whiffed. And um, missed yeah, all he balls he could the, possibly have hit. No, he didn't miss the red, actually. Didn't he? He just yeah, caught that one. He just? Just caught it. And got a scratch. Okay, so it wasn't a miss. It's funny, when it's best of three like this, uh, some of these guys, I'm sure, just for a couple of frames, they could just roll back the years there for just half an hour. That's, That's all it takes. And then next match they play they can play like shit again yeah that's why that's what this, uh, one of these commentators these said earlier well, yeah right so one of these blue, commentators was saying one, earlier was um, Any sort of contact there are these moments there where they're like walking around the table and it's like nothing's changed they walk around the table the same way they mm, mm. address a shot the same way it's like for these snatches of time it's like <coughs> time has stood still yeah, I was listening at the same time, and uh, okay. and that's what the young players should be looking at. Mm. They can still learn a lot from the old guys, right? I totally agree with that as well. Particularly when you watch Parrot play. Because it wasn't that long ago that he won the World Champs. That's why I still think he's a favourite. In my eyes. He always was a star. But Come on, Cliff. Tight on the rail, that's okay. This gives Cliff the opportunity to split these two. You won't want to split them too much. Yeah, you ain't gonna split them too much. Cliff's, uh, this is where he's most dangerous from here. He, he's a killer from here. Hmm. Although Mountjoy's. He's had so many years' experience in this position too. He's probably got as much as Cliff. But then, Mountjoy hasn't played on this sort of table for yeah, what the fuck right. years. Keeps nudging those two it's red his, balls. It's these little shots here with a little bit of side, and they move very differently to the tables so that Mountjoy is playing on. It's a war of attrition. Now Mountjoy split them a bit more. Yeah, that's what Cliff's going for. He's going for. He's going to just get. That's mm, a great. That's a really nice. good. Nice. Rest a of really the queue on 
You might go for the double. You can see one of these reds, but it's quite a good one. He's gone for the double. Oh, the of the double. Close. Safety, right? Mm. But now it's giving Doug a chance to get the red up there somewhere. And mm. Then it'd be time for Cliff to play the difficult safety shot. Okay, so Doug's kind of got the and upper gradually hand. Gradually, the reds have been worked into possible positions. Next player with a good chance. Favourite to win the game. Yeah, it's tricky now. Ah! You fucker. There we go. Oof. Nice and strong. We're good. Nothing's changed. <laughs> it's Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't missed anything. <laughs> if it was Ronnie, it'd be like <laughs> 30 points later. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, rats. Oh, that was a good attempt. That was a good shot. Oh. Safety in mind, of course. Of course. It's Cliff. Eternally. That was a good effort. Jeez. Oh, so he's left Cliff an easy, easy chance. That's Patsy Fagan. Oh yeah, Patsy. Fuck. 1960s player. Oh, late 60s. Give or take. He was a player in the late 60s too. Now when you were a kid and you would watch Cliff, mm. obviously not knowing you would be living here, what, what did you think of him? I thought he Slow, boring, irritating player. <laughs> Little did you know that you would have to start playing against dozens of them. <laughs> that you would enter, that you would enter a world where everyone played like that, only not as well. Uh, not, but not just that. You didn't. You, you yeah, thought that was just him. You didn't realize that was a national star. Yeah, but I certainly didn't think I'd meet him and like the guy. Yeah. He's a character, right? And well, I didn't you see him like in interviews or anything? Perhaps yeah, yeah, but I never. I was too young to give a shit what anyone's like in interviews. So, you know, I, <laughs> I appreciate the game. I didn't appreciate the play. Mm. Black tied up. Apart from Steve Davis, I found mm. Steve funny, and that's because he was my favourite player. I didn't give a shit about interviews. Mm. I thought Alan Siggins was an asshole because he. It was an asshole. <laughs> but later you liked that he was an asshole as you started growing into being an asshole. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but no, I, I started um, appreciating the characters and players at one point. Um, and part of that was then I started enjoying people like Alex and Jimmy White and stuff like that. And then by the time Ronnie came on the scene, obviously I... Yeah. I had truly grown into being an asshole, and then yeah. Ronnie was like, then a, a be the talisman of asshole. Yeah, he was then a complete hero from birth. Meanwhile, you grew to appreciate guys like Cliff, 
who played a style that just drove you fucking nuts, yeah. but were otherwise pretty classy individuals. Well, meanwhile, I've given up game. Mm, yeah. And then when I knew I was moving over here, when I came over, I didn't realize that Cliff and Kirk and uh, various other players were so close to where I was going to be living. And when I suddenly realized that they were in the clubs that I was going to be playing in, I thought, I'm going to meet these guys. Cool. So I ended up meeting the guys and got to you know, chat to them and uh, realized that they had stories to tell and they were real people and mm-hmm. they weren't just uh, guys on fridge magnets and, and it was real it was, you know I could, I could actually play against these guys and I could beat them these guys used to be on fridge magnets at least they are really of course wow cool are you going to like pubs and stuff and they're on walls and you know, pictures and but back home you know, go to all the new clubs and they're all over the yeah, yeah, yeah. legends they're yeah, icons like yeah. but it, they never came to England so you never got to meet them they were just people who won world championships and had won for seven on television happened to be from this other country far away far away that as far as I was concerned I was never really gonna apart from having gone there for Darren's wedding that I was never gonna go to I never gonna be at for any reason there's no reason why I'd ever go to Canada yeah so what did you think of um, the other guys who could be here um, Kirk and Bill, who would not be, and um, Bob. Did you think of them when you were a kid in comparison to Cliff? Could well just names really pop. I mean, I, you know, I this particularly Kirk because he, would, you know, it was more Kirk because Kirk had a he had a few few buckles on his belt. You know, I mean, he was one of the first. Players, I think he was the first player to make one for seven. Um, there was something special about his one for seven. I can't remember what it was, but anyway. Uh, and he had a, a very exciting game. Okay. Um, Bob Chaperon, he was just another Canadian professional. Right. Uh, uh, Brady Golden, same. Right. Yeah. Uh, Rubenick. Rubenick. Incredibly huge fat Canadian <laughs> drank thirty pints in a match, you know, and then the, the time it wasn't much of a drinker. So but as for his play, nah, he didn't have much of a game really. Mm-hmm. No better than anybody else, right? So no better than Cliff. Not as good as Cliff. And um, as far as Canadians went, they're, they're, Jim White was a great player. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so did White. Play at the same time with these other guys in mm. that halcyon time of Canadian. Everybody played at the same time. All Got the it. Canadians were there at the same time. Right. But as far as that went, that was that. But if you think at this time there were 128 professionals and all of them were great. Mm. So aside from Cliff, really, there was nothing, oh. nothing that exciting about Canadian snooker yet. Elaine, of course. Oh right, yeah. There were there were five. Was he on the back end of that, really? Yeah, he was the newest player coming. 
He was kind of the last guy. Yeah. yeah. But aside from that, there was there wasn't that much excited about it except apart from the fact that there were five. Okay. There were just all these guys from this country. Yeah, there were five in the top sixteen in one go. And right. Just like, you, you, can you imagine that? Yeah. I get it. It, it was amazing, and uh, but I kind of didn't realise what a big deal that was at the time. Because I had no link with Canada, apart from my yeah. brother being there. Yeah. Do you know the cliff can get through to this red that's near the top cushion? Ooh. Nope. Come on, Cliff! The last thing he wanted to do oh, was put that blanket to play. Oh! He hasn't, actually. He's left it right through the middle. Well, Doug has... Sorry, Cliff, I should say, has the straight brown now. Cliff! Green pocket. I don't think he's got the bottle for it. I think he's feeling the pressure. Let's see. Well... Come on, you. Big shot, he takes it on. This is why I don't like his cure actually, he's got this graspy thing that he does with me. Oh! Dang it! Where's it finished? No. That's not bad. It's pinned pretty well. So. Oh, that is bad. Match winning Charles for Mountjoy. Oh. That is bad. Oh! Ah! Didn't get it! Mountjoy's got the twitch oh. now. <laughs> It's not easy to get over the line. Especially when you're 69 with a one lung. Playing matches. You're Welsh. Come on, Cliff, please. I don't even think he'll play this. Put us out of our misery, will you? I don't think he, I don't think he'll even play this. Dear. Yay! It's not yay yet, huh? No, I know. I'm still potting oh, something. This is so far away well, from this yet. Well, shot is all about pace, really. Mm. Um, if he finishes course, somewhere near the pink, Cliff will only need like straight the pink. on so the, the blue pink. is right well, the over he just the, needs the side pink. pocket. Yeah, yeah but he has to pot this and finish somewhere near and straight yeah, on the yeah, pink. Yeah, I know. Now I need to go and smoke. I <laughs> don't need this to go on Fuck, yes I do. Whoa! Stop, 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 stop! Doug, surely. Doug's going to be safe this stop. Come on, Cliff. Please. The good thing about being Welsh is that you can swear in, in that language. Right? <laughs> Without the camera. All right, come on, Cliff. It should be an easy thing. Come on. Miss that brown. Come on, you. You bastard. <laughs> Put us through all this. Get in there! Get in there! 42 minutes! Oh my god! 42 minutes! We thought 30 was. 30 seconds at a time! Third frame decider. Didn't let us down, did he? Yay, Cliff! Didn't let us down! Holy fuck! Oh dear! Alright, go smoke. Well, it's not a surprise that this match has turned into a battle of attrition, and all the more so because uh, they're simply not as <coughs> sure of their potting as they used to be. <coughs> this isn't going to attract any sure of those people who are tuned in for the rest of the risk. Yeah, but this time, you might have left one on here. Doug was hoping to get that white tied to the top cushion, and I think. Moon. There's one to the left middle here for Cliff. 
Yes, there is. Looking at the straighter one, there's the one just to the right of it. Come on, that's what I was looking at, but now then, can we pop this one in? Yes, be a biggie. Well done. Yes, she is. Nice. We'd be so relieved to have won the last game, you should probably mm. be a little more relaxed. So. I don't know how much he's practiced. She says he's practiced with the clock, so. It hasn't really been that much of an issue. It's become a little more of an issue as the match has progressed. And the game lost position I with the face of the table. Practice with the clock. I think as a player you kind of know how long you spend in your head. Yeah, but if you're a slow player, do you know how long you, <coughs> you, you, you've got in your head? I think so, yeah. I, th I think you kind of know, you sort of know as a player um, how long you spend. I, I know I'm about 15 seconds. So I, for me, I know is it 20 second. Nicely done. If I had a 20 second shot clock, I would pretty much be okay and I'd know if I had a bit goes, of a falter, I'd have to got the blue. hurry up a bit, but... Come on Cliff, take control here. 30 seconds, I, I, could, I could just take them. Seems a bit more authoritative now. That's a good shot. Sort of tricky and if both reds go in the side he's he's good. Just had a quick look at the uh, the clock. Mm. We still the I'm going to have to hurry here otherwise <coughs> I have to take a time extension. That's no, okay. just not in Cliff's nature. Yeah, because part of his problem is that he's this down for so long. Yeah. yeah. Well played. Wow, nice shot. Yeah, Cliff needs to be ready for his shot early. So yeah. when he's down, he gets plenty of time. Yeah. Too. But that's the same as most of these guys. Mm. Well, an old friend of mine, billiard player, once played with uh, <coughs> one of the great billiard players of the 19th century, W.J. Peel. Once made a break of 3,304, largely by potting the red off what is uh, the black spot in snooker. And uh, W.J. Peel was 92 years of age, still liked a game of billiards. He's playing my friend, Mr. Shot and stamped his cue on the floor and he said, I'd have got that with my eyes shut 50 years ago. <laughs> and although it's not as extreme, that syndrome is at work with these two great players of the past. And so your dad has a cue by that guy, Peel. Peel, yeah. Yeah, it's an old billiards cue. It's, it's 100 years old, right? It's wow. 90, 100 years old. So. Gosh. Green ball. Straight as an arrow, absolutely perfectly straight. 
I've tried to use it. I don't know the colour. Why? But has he covered this red near the pocket? Just picked it up. It's the wrong weight, the wrong length. I don't think so. It's wrong. Right. As it is, it has dropped. Well, let's go back to the the last frame, Clive, when Doug had that good chance on the brown and missed it with the blue hanging over the middle. Yeah, absolutely irrelevant. Yeah, that was to really make sure. Well, then, 15. Ooh. 32. So Stranger things have happened in two these. sneakers. Two sneakers is not a lot. Stranger things have happened. Especially when you've got two guys who specialise in getting sneakers. Fucking awful shot. It's not even like, I, I mean, well, he only needs two snookers. Understandable, the ducks going to play on. But if there's one person ever in the world you don't want to be trying to get in snookers, it is Cliff. Normally you would say only one five point snooker to tie. This would be like uh, trying to um, pickpocket Baldini. <laughs> where would he lay his snooker? Not behind the paint, for sure. Our local sleight of hand artist. Behind the blind. Yeah, yeah. So I forgot that was on, yeah. <laughs> That's the idea, babe. Mm-hmm. All right, now, so they have to get the yellow. He has to get the yellow yeah, now, the even though before he was trying to get the pink? Well, yeah, Couldn't he, he just put a red. Yeah. So yeah, after the red, he can play any color. Oh. Right. But now it's on to the now yellow. Now he has to get the yellow. Both on the yellow. Was it possible? Length of the table, double there. So it's 32, yeah. 32 ahead, 27 left. The remaining, yeah. So he needs seven. He needs six points in penalties. Well, if you got the uh, double kiss there, it would have been all over. I'm just want to clip will go for this, four this times top corner box. Enough. So four is a Just drop it on dead weight, and he will be two on the grain. Two fouls. If it goes in, it's all over. Just roll it. Come on, Cliff, you can do it. Just roll it. Lay him behind the green, actually. He might play a snooker here. Come on, Cliff. Being the grinder. Mm, come on, Cliff. That's what well, he's done. Call him the grinder. Grrr. Let's run it. Yeah, I'll slide. Frame sealer, really. Cliff wants to see tomorrow. That's what Cliff wants to do. That's Darren Morgan. Oh. <laughs> Dear. Plenty of room to go around this as well. Oh, missed that. You might still carry on. Oh, four. Cliff, four. Yes. Well, that gives uh, Thorburn all the extra insurance he's ever likely to need. So, tremendous determination from Chris Eventually, the champion comes through. 
Man in 40 minutes. He's still he's right right right. taken. Jack oh, Mountjoy had a chance to win. Two oh more. God, he won. Mr. Brown. And it's Cliff Corbin. After an hour and 40 minutes of play. <laughs> <laughs> winner by two frames to one. Oh my God. Jimmy White, Dennis two. Taylor, Darren Morgan, and as we've just seen, Cliff Goldberg booking Woo-hoo! their place in tomorrow's quarter-final. Great lineup tomorrow. Starts uh, in the afternoon. Dino Kane against the Nuggets, six well, times the world Steve Davis. Darren yeah. Moore, Morgan is fine. He's not the quarter-final. No, the quarter-final. Look at him in the bottom. Tyler has to be Dennis Taylor oh, yeah. against Jimmy White and John Parra against all my, all my predictions are in last there. game in the quarterfinals. We play to a finish Damn. tomorrow. The quarterfinals, all of Maybe them from 1pm, and then the semi-finals and the final from 7pm live on Sky Sports HD4. We'll see you tomorrow Sports. at 1 o'clock. Bye for now. Everyone go to sleep. Alright, so I said before the end of this episode, you were going to Tell your story of meeting Jimmy White for the first time. Oh, the one in Pontins? Yeah, go. No. <laughs> no, we'll do that another time. Jimmy! Jimmy! You were my hero. Come on! Yeah. Alright, fine, we'll do that another time. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, again, you can reach Matt uh, and, well, us for a. Uh, various reasons, say how awesome the show is, say how horrible the show is, say we found your cue at uh, baileyonthebays, all in word, at gmail.com, the blog with all sorts of uh, great links. Perhaps you don't know some of these players that we've mentioned, these seniors, and you'd like to educate yourself. There will be links on the blog, baileyonthebays.blogspot.com. So thank you again very much for listening. We'll be back on on when Matt has a cue. Thanks. When Matt has a cue, be it his old one or a new old one. So thank you again and take care. Mr. Belch again. Take care, everyone. Matt, what's that in your hand? It's uh, my cue. The one that was lost, I believe, last time we spoke. Yes. It's pretty awesome. Yay. And uh, uh, a little thank you to Jim White. Yeah, how'd, it, how'd, you, how'd you find out that the cue had been recovered there, huh? Uh, an, old, an old Canadian super player friend of mine uh, let me know. That would be Jim White. Renowned international billiards commentator and two-time world snooker quarterfinalist. I just said Jim White, renowned billiards commentator. Yeah, and cool commentator, nine ball. And well, he commentated on snooker for, for well, many years. Well, on, on Eurosport. And two-time quarter-finalist in the world championship in the world three-time world championship including his rookie year in 1980 I looked it up including his rookie year in 1980 yes yeah he was quite a player Jim so that guy personally in my experience forget Cliff 
I think Jimmy was eating ball nicely, the best stroke in Canadian soup. And more importantly, he's the guy who called you to say your cue had been found. Yes, he did. Because he is also the proprietor of uh, Monte Carlo Billiards in Mississauga, where you lost or something of the cue. And he said, no, it's been here. And he and that said, he said it's it's been here. And uh, I said, but I, I asked the bar staff on the phone, and they didn't have it. And, well, it's here. So uh, that's how we found out. <laughs> uh, and not only that, but uh, it has a new tip, which was I'm concerned about because. He then had to take an hour to redo it, but um, but everything's awesome now, and um, we may hear more about Jim much in the future. But uh, so far, thanks to him, with a little bit of uh, advice from uh, also great Canadian super player Eddie Galati, um, that's got his feedback. <laughs>